Welcome to Ahead of the Curve, a fresh new podcast brought to you by Pros Travel. Ahead of the Curve is hosted by Serene Adianthaya, president of Pros Travel and one of Pros' longtime guiding lights. This podcast will offer insight and commentary on the most contemporary trends in airline travel solutions, and each episode will include a candid, forward-looking conversation with a different, influential leader in the airline travel industry. Are you ready? Let's see what's ahead of the curve. Welcome to the latest episode of Ahead of the Curve. I'm very excited about today's episode. I think we're going to touch some very interesting and important topics for the airline industry today. Our guest today is the Chief AI Strategist of Pros, Dr. Michael Wu. Hi, Michael. Welcome. My pleasure to be here. Yeah. Good, good. Well, to start it all off, um, can you introduce yourself to the audience? You've had a very uh, important career and contributed in many ways. Let us just talk about what you've done a little bit. Wow, okay. I'm not big with introduction, but uh, sure, I'll give a quick uh, intro. So uh, I joined Pros about like three years ago. Um, basically, uh, you know, uh, just focusing on leveraging AI to help our business um, be more competitive and you know be more efficient and also like work with scientists to imp you know essentially improve our algorithm uh, leveraging more data sources and um, uh, some of the latest and greatest um, from the Silicon Valley and a little bit of background I've been in the Silicon Valley and startup uh, scene for about 10 years uh, doing social media uh, analytics uh, big data machine learning and all that AI stuff before AI and machine learning was uh, popular. It wasn't even called uh, AI and machine learning back then. It was just uh, called you know, analytics and apply statistics. So <laughs> you can uh, um, see how long ago that was. <laughs> so Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a, it's so much has happened in AI and it's become quite the topic um, that we hear about all the time. So I guess to just level set for all of us, um, given your experience, can you give us a simple definition of what is AI and how does it work? How should we think about it? So that's actually two questions there. Right? So that's a, what is AI and how does it work? Okay, so, so the first part, right? Um, so the simplest way to look at AI is really, think of it as a machine mimicry of human behavior, right? Uh, with two important characteristics, right? One is that it has to be able to automate human decision and action. Okay, and the second one is that it has to be able to learn. Okay, that means you have to be able to improve its performance, right, uh, over time uh, with usage. So that's it. That's what AI is. If you actually meet these two criteria, you can automate human decision and uh, and actions, right? And you know, such as driving a car or or diagnosing a you know a medical like disease or whatever, right? So. Um, and you can actually learn and improve, right? And do better at those, th at those tasks than it's AI, right? So now that we know what AI is, let's talk, we can talk about how it works, right? So it really also uh, divides like a two step, right? The first step is really learning from data, right? Learning from data, which encapsulates past human um, decisions and actions, right? And so, so this step is typically referred to as uh, machine learning. Uh, but essentially, we're just trying to turn the data that um, the data asset that most companies have now, 
uh, into some kind of a model or some kind of algorithm, right? Which they could uh, reuse uh, over and over again, right? To mimic this human um, decision and action from the past, right? So once you have that, right, you can automate human decision. You need to have the second component, which is uh, learning, right? Improving um, uh, over time. And that part involves essentially getting uh, the feedback data uh, to improve the model. And this is sometimes I call this the, the learning loop. Essentially, you know, it's what makes AI smart because every time you make a decision or took an action, right, you get some feedback and the AI actually learn what did it do well or did it not do well, right? And they actually refine this model to be a better model, more optimal model. So next time it actually makes a better decision or takes a better action. Yeah, that, that, that totally makes sense. And I guess um, in line with what you're saying, uh, data has become much cheaper to collect and store. And with cloud-based computing, our computational power has become much more accessible and commoditized for um, all of us, all the companies. Yep. Um, has that helped AI in its evolution? Yeah, definitely. I think that's actually what spawned so many, I would say, startup, right? Which are, I would say, resource constraint, right? And to, to, to jump on this area. Uh, and I think the accessibility of these technology and availability of you know, this big data and also uh, kind of open source algorithms have made this uh, area just like you know, explode. I guess we've seen AI, as you mentioned, in many different ways with autonom autonomous vehicles, uh, et cetera, and gets a lot of uh, attention in the media. But there's a great potential for AI that's already at work in travel and has many potential use cases in the future. Can you talk a little bit about how AI can change the future of travel? There's a lot. <laughs> so literally, I could go on for days on, on this topic, but you could kind of take a look at it from uh, two perspectives. Right? One is from the consumer's perspective, and that's basically AI is, is going to essentially change uh, the future of travel experience, you know, for travelers. And, and so that's going to be a very big uh, dramatic shift uh, in, in the coming days. But also AI can uh, change how, I would say, our airline or carrier operates, you know, to be more efficient or, um, and so that would change, greatly change and improve the business operation of the airline. So yeah, that's just a lot. So. Right. Okay, great. Well, I think maybe in a, a future episode, we can talk more about the business side of things. For now, let's focus on the consumer, on the, the traveler himself. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about how can AI sort of change the travel experience for the consumer for the better? I mean, let me answer that question with a, with a question back to you. I mean, so you are obviously a global traveler, a frequent flyer yourself, right? I mean, what is your biggest frustration about air travel? I guess for me, the frustrations can be, I hate wasting time, waste, waiting in line. Um, I like transparency about my travel that's upcoming for sure. But any delays, disruption in, in my travel plans really um, are taxing and I, I would love to reduce or avoid them. Yeah, exactly. Same, same as me, you know, I hate, hate it, you know, waiting in line as well. And, and I hate, obviously delays are always, uh, a headache, you know, before, especially for frequent travelers, right? If you travel so much, a little, little delay adds up. And uh, here's the thing, right? So, you know, airlines are, you know, trying to fix these delays or disruptions, right? It usually end up, you know, putting people in line, right? 
the real benefit of having AI to help this is that it can actually alleviate this uh, these type of um, experience, right? It can automate a lot of decisions or actions that normally is done by human. So AI is actually best for automating repetitive tasks done by humans. So think about all these delays or disruptions or waiting in line, right? What is the person <laughs> that uh, are doing, right? They're doing pretty much the same tasks over and over again for different people, right? So, so if you have an AI that could actually help them um, automate some of those uh, tasks and some of those decisions, right? Uh, then, you know, they can actually go a lot smoother, a lot faster, right? Because, I mean, you don't need a human there, uh, the agent there to, to kind of help you anymore, right? You can actually right. do this through a, a, a self-serve kiosk or something right, like that, right? Which you can install hundreds if you want to, right? So, so for example, you know, face recognition right, uh, for check-ins or for back checks, right? Uh, or maybe even border control, right? And so, um, so these are things that could, you know, you could have hundreds of these kiosks, right? And, and rather than having, you know, I mean, humans are kind of right now the bottleneck at, at, this, at this point. So, right. so I, th I would say that this is one area that um, certainly will change dramatically in the future with advancement of AI. Well, I know and, that just about every customer that we work with, um, the customer experience is extremely important and airlines are always looking for ways to improve the customer experience, make it less, you know, reduce the friction of the experience, mm -hmm. make the, the journey much more pleasurable. So it sounds to me like you're saying AI can help in many of these touch points in the traveler yeah. journey. Totally, so, yeah. I mean, I would say that, you know, some other technologies such as, you know, chatbot, right? Uh, it's used in the consumer world a lot already today, right? I mean, I mean, there, I would say that, you know, chatbots are great, you know, it's an AI, it's a kind of a perceptual AI, but it's, I would say uh, you can use it to make people's life more efficient, right? But you could also add another layer of kind of personalization over it as well, right? So it becomes a, for example, like you know, it doesn't always have to, you know, respond to you in English, right? You could respond to you in your native tongue, right? So we have a multi-language chatbot, right? That understands, you know, where you're from, where you're going, and then uh, can basically be a virtual agent that you know you could, you know, call on any time, right? You don't have to look for agent. <laughs> You'd be on your phone, right? So and if there's any, I would say you know, delays or cancellations or anything, right? It, it will be proactive to kind of respond to your need. Right? Most people, when they when there's delay or cancel, right? They need to probably reschedule, right? They already, system already know where you're trying to go, right? Where you're flying from, right? So why not just give you, a, send you all the choices and, you know, um, and based on your past travel behavior, uh, give you a, a rank list of maybe you like to fly in the morning or, or sort them just in some, some way, right? And, and let you choose, right? And if there's, you know, a cancellation need to stay overnight, right? Why not just uh, distribute these hotel vouchers automatically to your phone? So you could, you know, if you use it, great. No, if you don't use it, <laughs> good to you, right? right. So, so right. all of this can be automated without human touch at all. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, for sure. And, and I guess you touched upon an important point um, that I hear from our airline customers all the time. It's about personalization knowing the customer and offering something that's extremely compelling, transactionable, uh, providing value for that consumer. Can you talk a little bit about personalization and AI? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So personalization is, is definitely one uh, big area, probably one of the earlier area of AI development, right? I mean, um, 
as I said before, you know, all these chatbots and maybe even augmented reality, right? That could give you guidance in you know, how to navigate the airport and everything like that. You know, they can be used just as a technology by itself. Okay, without AI or it's not being smart at all, right? I mean, you could use it just a digital signage right, to show you maybe like, you know, translate the sign from the language that you don't understand to the language that you understand, right? So all that um, can be done, right? But if you add another layer of personalization to it, right? Then it just, it becomes much more, I would say, uh, helpful, right? So it goes essentially from being a, a tool that provides efficiency, right? To being, um, hyper-personalized, right? It's, it's actually trying to solve problem that you're trying to solve. And, and I, I would say that a lot of this uh, personalization uh, probably is, is a lot more important before the, even the passenger get to the airport. <laughs> it's actually before, right? You know, because, you know, probably right. before they actually wait in line, right? I and mean, when you actually wait in line, yeah, there's, there's certain levels of personalization they can do to help you specifically, right? So the, the, Right now, we previously when I talk about you know automated distribution of hotel voucher or scheduling, right? So these are probably apply to a large group of user, right? Uh, kind of in you know with little difference, right? I mean they, they know you know this this plane is canceled or something like that. You, these this plane flies from A to B, right? So it just give you all the lists, uh, this different itinerary that you could choose from, right? So you probably do that for all the people who is impacted, right? The same, right? But how do you how does it actually add another layer of personalization to that, right? Is because they can actually look into your past travel behavior, right? Maybe you, like right. I said, if you like fly in the morning or if you like to get home before uh, five or something like that, right? So these are behavior data that the system can actually leverage to help you provide or maybe recommend, right? You probably like this flight the best, right? And yeah, it's actually much more conducive for people to click on that and, and you know and move right. on. Right. So. For sure. And, and as we all know, um, the, the traveler experience begins way before the actual day of travel. And that pre-departure experience is extremely important. It's perhaps the most stressful part of the journey for many people. So can AI help improve this sort of pre-trip traveler experience? Yeah, obviously. Uh, I think that, you know, that's actually where, again, you know, I want to reiterate that personalization is actually more important, right? Even all the way at the beginning at the, I would say the marketing phase, you know, people can actually generate, I would say personalized content, um, images and text, right? Um, in real time, right? So they actually generate a, a image that's actually interesting to you. Maybe they know that you like, you know, a certain type of destination, right? Certain country, then they will show you those images, right? And uh, to make it more conducive for you to, to look at it, right? And you actually, you know, with GPT-3, right, we can actually generate text right. messages to go along with those images, right? You know, so, so these become hyper relevant, right? So it's no longer, marketing is no longer, I would say, creating content that are kind of pre-baked in some way, right? I mean, they are kind of designed with a bigger audience to it, but keep in mind, when you, when you do, when you have this for a bigger audience, it's no longer specific to you, right? right. So... So when you actually could create a piece of micro content, a tiny piece, of a little message, a little image, right, that goes with it, uh, that's specifically for you at that moment, right, then it's actually very compelling. Right? The action right. is able to drive is actually much, much more compelling, right? Yeah. So, you know, so from the marketing, right, uh, to shopping, right, I would say, you know, uh, personalization obviously could uh, recommend 
uh, uh, bundles, right? Or, or since they know your travel behavior past, what kind of ancillary uh, you might use, right? Or take advantage of, and maybe even offer, I would say, complimentary type of promotion for car rental, hotel, depending on what you need, right? I mean, maybe you, you're the one who never go through the, the, uh, the car rental, right? Then, then they won't recommend you that, right? Maybe you're the one who like to, you know, sleep and don't like to eat on the plane. Then they won't recommend you that, right? right. So, but may, they know that you know you're very uh, interested in doing work on the plane. Or then they will give you the, the Wi-Fi offer, right? So, so these are right. things that are definitely relevant and, and specific to you, right? Or maybe they will figure out that you know um, only when you fly in a long haul flight you like to do that. For a short flight you just want to take a nap. Then. You know, for the long haul flight, they recommend the Wi-Fi, and for the short haul flight, you just you know recommend you not very much, right? So give you a good night, uh, good rest, right? So, yeah, yeah. So there's there's sure. a lot. I mean, yeah, for sure. And I think um, we're already starting to see some of this AI technology bearing fruit. I know at Pros, we've been working on some of this for a while, and it's very exciting to see this next phase of AI really helping improve the customer experience is very exciting to all of us, I think. And I guess the final uh, question or topic I have for you, Michael, is, you know, I'm of the camp that COVID has changed the world forever in some ways. Um, how can AI help improve the travel experience in sort of this post-pandemic world that, that we're entering today? In the post-pandemic world, obviously, we are going to a more kind of touchless, paperless kind of world, right? I mean, you don't want to, because, you know, uh, obviously to prevent the spread of, of COVID, right? Or, or any variant that may come up, right? So I think a lot of technology that we talked about before, right? Such as face recognition, chatbots or augmented reality, right? When used with personalization, right? People won't need to interact with another human, right? For many, many situations, right? If you just have a chatbot or augmented reality, right? That's not personalized, right? I mean, Maybe it's okay, this is not what I want, right? This, yeah, it's, it's good that I could ask a question, you could help, great. But it's not specific to me, right? So sometimes they may still go and ask, look for an agent or look for someone to help them, right? Um, but when you actually have something that's very personalized, Facebook and even chatbot, that's personalized to that person, right? Then they, you could actually help them resolve most of the issue, right? So they, they don't need to actually contact anyone or get in touch with anyone uh, in person, right? So that, certainly will help improving this, this touchless and, and paperless uh, world of travel. And, and I would say that, you know, like um, there's a lot of in the airport or any public place, right? There's lots of, I would say, video cameras around for security reasons, right? Certainly in the COVID uh, pre, uh, time, right? Social distancing is a, is a big thing, right? I mean, you could use that, those video feed to actually monitor are there areas that are kind of too crowded? You know, are people kind of properly social distancing? Are they, you know, or should they send someone there to, to kind of you know, help uh, direct the traffic so that people are, you know, stay within the uh, safe distance, right? Uh, or you can even use it to kind of you know, monitor for suspicious objects or, or you know, suspicious behavior, right? So right. Um, yeah, so video analytics, right? It's, it's obviously another area um, that was certainly uh, helpful in the post pandemic world. And, um, and obviously I, I think that one area that uh, will uh, will be big in the near future in travel is, is robotics. And, and right. I think that, you know, uh, robots run are basically, essentially, you could have a robot that runs around that's not smart. <laughs> and obviously that's not gonna be very good, right? Probably run into people or, you know, or, and things like that. And so to add a layer of kind of intelligence to it, right? These robots 
need to behave like a self-driving car, right? It needs to have this autonomous AI built into them, right? To, to essentially uh, help them uh, have, a have a some level of intelligence, right? To know like they not to collide with each other, not to fly into people, right? And maybe stay in the, the proper lane, right? So, um, so I think robots would definitely help. I mean, I would say in the post-pandemic world, right? There are already, I think, uh, you know, cleaning and disinfecting robots, right? That, that use maybe UV light or something and they just go across and then disinfect a whole big region, right? And then, uh, and you know, maybe handling your duty-free items, right? And deliver them to the gate, right? Or even, you know, handling, uh, tracking luggages, right? I and mean, people hate to be, you know, lost their luggage, right? If you have something that uh, is, uh, I would say, handled by robot, they're probably less error prone, you know, than, than human, uh, you know, uh, in general. So, yeah. so I would say that this, this is also another area <laughs> where- Yeah, for sure. Um, I, in fact, um, I think it was in the Taipei airport, I uh, ran into a robot helping passengers find their connection, which was really interesting. Nice. And people were actually looking forward to engaging with it, which was fascinating to me to see that. But I think yeah. we've run out of time. Thank you so much for joining in this episode. And um, I'd love to have you come back this time, this focus on the consumer experience was excellent, but I'd love to have you come back for another episode where we could talk more about the business of airlines and travel and how AI can really be applied in that area. So it I would hope be you my enjoy. pleasure to do so. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank Thanks so much for listening and a special thank you to our guests. If you have any questions or want more information about anything you've heard, please contact Pros. This podcast was brought to you by Pros Travel, where we help airlines with offer optimization and digital transformation.